This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit santos-threads.com. You are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 47. Once again, back with you guys. Make sure to follow me on social media, Santos Thread Shop on Instagram and Santos Thread Shop on TikTok. And of course, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, comment, the whole thing. On this episode, I will have a guest, special guest. He is a... Rapper, songwriter, uh, MC, lyricist, uh, to the 10th degree, his name is E.N.Y., the artist. And without further ado, joining me now, he is a rapper, he is an artist, a songwriter, representing Queens. I want to welcome to the show, E.N.Y., the artist. At the Queens, I see you, my brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my story, I have a, uh, so with me, I, I mean, this is going to be about you, but I have a love affair with Queens, so All right. I grew up in Brooklyn, but Brooklyn. I was always in Queens, okay. and like, I, I lived in Queens as well, so it's like, I kind of I read both, because I always used to be in Queens, my first job was in Queens, um, yeah, my first job in Queens, I did internship. Like, I was always there. My favorite baseball team is from Queens, so I was always there. Oh, Max, always Max right? We looking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why. So, like, my favorite rappers from Queens. So it's like when Nas was going against Jay, I was in so – people hated me because I I was like – they yeah, wanted me to from, pick we Jay. Were, you were in Brooklyn, bro. You were Brooklyn, yeah. yeah. I was. People hated me. I got abused verbally. Yeah. And I had explained to them, I said, I like Jay. I love Jay. Yeah. But like Jay didn't resonate with me. Like I like not, I like, I like thoughtful shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah. it's like with Biggie and Pac. Like I love Biggie too, but I I like Pac. I always lean towards Pac more. Cause I like shit like that. But I anyway, I appreciate yeah. Pac until I was older, bro. Like when I me was too. younger, when I was younger, I was like straight big, 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 big. It was easier. Uh, yeah, I was like straight because you know New York. But then as I got older and I started experiencing life more and my my mind broadened, I started really understanding the things that Pac was saying, you know. And then then that started resonating with me. Like now he Pac was never in my top five growing up. Now he is. Yeah, yeah. Nah, no doubt, bro. No doubt. So let's get right into it, man. I love yeah. this. I love this conversation. I could go forever with that. Um, <laughs> We're going to try to bring that back around maybe when we talk about your favorite MCs and all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so first of all, I'm glad to have you on. I know we talked offline a long time ago, right, getting you on. Um, first of all, I want to tell you I'm, I'm a fan of you and what you've done. And you, I know you're very transparent about everything you're going through, and I'll, I'll let you tell it. But talk about, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Talk about Ian Y, the artist, where you come from. I come from a... a, a a small place called Jackson Heights, Queens. Uh, some will call it like, some will call it the cocaine capital of the world at one point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the story. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's accurate. Yeah, very accurate. You know what I'm saying? And I grew up in an era where, you know, the car, the Colombian cartel was 
very active, mm-hmm. especially yes. where like where I'm from, like the block that I'm from, 90th between 90th and 89th Street on 37th Avenue. That was the hub for everything that had to do with Colombian cartel shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. growing up, man, you know, we saw that. You know, we saw. I mean, I'll tell you something that's incredible. That's a, a like one of those like like core core memories. You know, I remember I was like eight years old, bro. And I saw a Rolls Royce pull up to the corner of my block. And I never saw a Rolls Royce before, you know? And it was, like, beautiful. It was white. It was gorgeous. And Pablo Escobar jumped out of the car. What? And I'm like, oh! I knew who he was. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. I'm like, oh! And he went into my building. And I'm like, yo, even at, at, you know, eight, whatever, seven years old, you're like, yo, this, you know. this is not normal right now. Mm-hmm. This is not normal. You know what I'm saying? So like we, we live, we, we, we grew up in, in that, in that, in that environment, you know, like my mother, she owned, she owned what's called the party goods store. For those that don't right, know, right. it's yeah. like a store before, like, like the big chains came out, a lot of smaller party goods stores that you could get everything you need for a party. Right. So, yeah. and that, and she owned the store on the block. And it's, this is what is beautiful about it. Like, Usually, when when you're you're involved and you're in, in some sort of like like a cartel or, or gang infested neighborhood, the gangs want to extort the businesses that are in that are in that area, right? Yeah, of course. That was never the case with my mother. They were more so protecting her and protecting the business. And like, if somebody would try to like shoplift or something, like it, it was not gonna go go well for them, you know. So right. we, I'm saying that to say. We grew up in a place where it was very family oriented. It was very moral oriented. You couldn't step out of line in certain ways. You couldn't do certain things. You couldn't act in a certain way because there was there were rules in place. And if you're from this place, they're going to look at you as a representation of us. And you cannot be out here acting any sort of way. You know, right. So right. that's Jackson Heights, Queens, right? That's where I'm from. That's what I represent to the fullest extent of who I am. You know, and and that was Griselda too, right? Griselda yeah, was Griselda. that era too. Well, that was Griselda. Queen. Like she was the queen. Like anything that came out of Jackson Heights, Queens, that had to do with Griselda Blanco. Yeah. Period. You know, like mm-hmm. period. You know, she got a she got a piece. Everything. Yeah, everything. Yo, everything. Ate, everything that, everything yep. that came out of Jackson Heights, Queens, was Griselda Blanco. Mm-hmm. You know, but in in that being that that was, you know, she was connected to these major players at the same time, like Pablo and all these other people. You know, and you would see these major players, you know what I mean? Like just walking randomly down the block. Like this guy's like, he moves like 10 c- tons of, of cocaine a day. Like, you know, he's, he's on the FBI like wanted list and he's just chilling on the cor- on the corner having a cup of coffee, you know? So those are the things that, that I was raised around. And I always say like, I didn't have your typical New York City upbringing because where I'm from was so different from all the other hoods. You're right. Now you're right. You know you're what right. I mean? Jackson Heights is so different from yeah. any other place. I will say Queens. I always tell people all the time. I mean this. Like every borough, every borough is a vibe. Mm. I always say Queens gives you a vibe that no other borough gives you, and especially the neighborhood pockets. Yeah, because it's so international. And, and it's so international. So crazy because if you're from North Queens, which was where Jackson Heights, Woodside, Corona, LIC, it's a completely different vibe than if you go to South Queens. Yes, agreed. Completely different. We're two different different worlds. World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two different. Two different worlds. Yeah. So yeah, man, you know that's 
you know, that's me, like, you know, as, as, as coming up and the upbringing that we had and, you know, as a kid, they used to come up to us, just give us money for no reason, you know, and just, hey, you know, you're out here. They were really protecting the neighborhood, you know. So I, I came up idolizing that kind of that kind of stuff, you know, just having that damn like I belong here, you know, that that sense of being being from a place, you know. And and, and I think that translates into everything that I do today, you know. I keep that. I try to keep that as close to my heart as I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean it definitely and it and it shows in your music too, right? Because I mean I I approached this when I when I first saw your stuff. I as a fan, which yeah, is why I wanted to get that. you on because I really one of the things that resonated with me was just how authentic you were, how authentic appreciate you seemed. Yeah. And I, I was like, I respect that. Like so many people, especially nowadays when everything is so PC, people are so apologetic. And you remember we talked, I think I don't know if you remember this conversation. It was about it was a little bit about about Latinos using the N-word. That was our first con. That's how we met. That was our first conversation, right? That's how we met. And yeah. and we we disagreed on it. Yeah. But it was it was respectful. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. never like like you, you know can what I mean? Like difference of opinion yeah. with somebody that doesn't mean they're your enemy, bro. Nah, nah. Because I because I see I see where you came from too. Because it was like that for me too. It used yeah. to be like it was the same thing. Like we used it like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I kind of look at it like. It's more like a preference, a choice for me. Of you course. know what I mean? Like it's yeah, that's all it is. Like it's nothing like because I get the mentality too. Because the way yeah. we grew up, it's not right. The way we grew up, like if you go to the south, it's different, right? Oh, but the way we man, grew up up here, man, listen, bro, it's such a different world outside of New York City, man. Things are so I, I lived in Denver, Colorado for like two years, right? Yeah. And I never knew what, what segregation looked like until I got to mm -hmm. Denver. Like, shout out to my brother, uh, Looney, that dude, Looney from Colorado, one of the realest dudes I ever met in my life. He's a producer. So when I went out there, he was the only person I really knew because I already knew him through the music business. He brought me into a studio, right? And I didn't know how segregated this place is until I walked into that studio. And he's black. Everybody in the studio was black. And I saw they, blocked, they, they saw me walk in, a Latino. And they looked at me like, yo, you don't belong here, you know? Like, right, what are you right, doing right. here, you know? Right. And then he had to say, nah, he's from New York. And immediately when he said that, they're like, oh, all right. Yeah, 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 because yeah. they get it, because they know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That's what I said, the way we grow up. Right, and, and that's why, like, I don't regret having grown up where I did. Mm. Because the way we grew up is so different. Our outlook is so more open-minded, you know what I mean? Way Not that we don't more open-minded. Because we all grew yeah. up together, blacks, Hispanics. Right. I mean, right. just Jackson Heights in itself is the most multicultural place in New Everything. York City. Everything. You know? Everything. Like, Asian. You got Colombians yeah. here. You got the, the, the Indians over there. You got the Mexicans over here. You know, and it's all like in a 10, 20 block radius. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Nah, no doubt, man. So coming up, right? So you you growing up, you're taking everything in. Yeah. You're doing your thing. You know, you growing up and stuff. At what point you got bit by that bug, the bug that that the hip hop bug? At what point? All right. So growing up, I was like a very problematic child, right? <laughs> like very. Like shout out to my moms, man. That poor woman went through hell with me, man. So like, I was always getting. I like, like, when nine eleven happened, I was, I was, I was locked up. So like, when that whole thing happened, I was in jail. Um, so. When the hip hop bug hit me, like for real, because I was always a child of hip hop. I love hip hop. 
Like the first album I ever bought was it was written by Nas. Nas is my favorite rapper too, by the way. Yes. That yes. was the first album I ever bought and I sat with and I just, you know, played it until the tape pop type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like uh I was always a child of hip hop and then there was this one time I had gotten sent upstate to like a, it's like a like a reform school type of thing. And in that reform school, it's called the Summit School. Shout out to the Summit School. And in that reform school, one of my, my, my boys, shout out to my brother Mega, he had a he had a makeshift studio in his room. Wow. Right? He had a, he had like built a studio before Pro Tools, before all that. He had figured out like somehow, some way to record. He had a mic, all that. And he was like, yo, come here, look, look, look at this. And I went into his room. He had the booth as in the closet. Like it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is crazy. He was like, yo, he passed me a pen and a paper. He was like, yo, write something. I'm like, I don't rap. He was like, well, you're gonna rap today, bro. And he threw me the pen. <laughs> <laughs> and he just threw me the pen today. and the paper. And we just started rhyming. And then I asked him, I was like, what do you, you like? What is this? Why why are you doing this? And he was like, cuz, bro, I don't wanna, I wanna get out of this. I wanna get out of this. And this is this is, I think, this is what's gonna get me out of this. And I was yeah. like, damn, escapism. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Right, like, right. If it doesn't get me out of this monetarily, it's going to get him out of this mentally because we're in this situation that we're like in this, you know, quote unquote kind of jail type of setting. And it's going to take us away for a second and we can just be creative and be in this moment. You know what I mean? So from there, man, we made we made a hundred horrible songs, but it was just, it was just <laughs> you know, like just being able to record, you know what I'm saying? Just having right. that. You know, and then from there, it was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's important that I say this piece, man. And, and shout out shout out to Uncle Gus and shout out to Tommy Life, American Life Clothing. Because without them, there would be no Ian Wilder artist, period. So, like, I got to fast forward. I got out of the reform school. Now I want to be a rapper, but I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know how about booking studios. I don't know none of that, you know? Right, of course. So, like, the only thing I know what to do is just be on the block. So what I used to do a lot, is I, would, <laughs> I would just take a radio and I would I would get a bunch of instrumentals. And back then, um, they had the the J Arms, the CD, yes, the instrumentals, instrumental beat tapes. Yeah, so they, they had, had like thirty, them. like a, a minute and thirty yeah, seconds in loops, loops. Yeah. yeah, so I used to have a lot of those, and I used to write raps. I used to have the black and white notebook. So what I used to do is I used to take my radio, I used to put it on the block, and I used to just. Play, play instrumentals and I'll just be freestyling all day. My friends got sick of me, but I was just out there freestyling, right? So one day, I'm, I saw this guy who was an older, older guy, and he was just like watching me, and he was just, just, just watching me, just watching me from a distance though, but watching. And it ended up being a guy that I call now called Uncle Gus. And 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 then like after that, like a few days later, he saw me again, and he was he, he approached me, and he was like, "Yo, you you you're talented, bro." He was like, you have a lot of talent. He's like, he's like, what are you doing out here? You're like wasting your life out here. You're not doing nothing, you know? Right. Like, I was like, man, I want to do music, but I really don't. I don't have no plugs. I don't really know what I'm doing. I just, I know that I want to rap, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to make it, put it, put this into an industry setting. He was like, I got you. And he called this, this gentleman by the name of Tommy Life. And Tommy Life, he has, he had a clothing line. Well, he still has a clothing line. It's called American Life Clothing. And he was like, yo, I believe in you. He, he came to the block and he was like, rap for me. And I just started rapping for him. And he was like, oh, nah, you got talent. And from there, he started paying for studio time. He started, you know, putting clothes on my back. We started booking shows. Wow. And he basically was just, the, he birthed 
what it is now that like a, the serious artist that I am today. You know what I'm saying? Wow, man. And so he he was basically your mentor. So he basically mentored you. He mentored into it. He he birthed me. My mentor. If I gotta say a mentor, like no, I could say he was he was more so like a father figure to me. You know, because I really didn't have a father figure growing up or anything. So he came became that. Like he made sure. Like whenever we did a show, I had sneakers. I had I had the fresh everything. Like he made yeah. sure I was good. Made sure my image was 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 right. You know, and but mentorship, like who took it from where it was and then just made it into like we, we put it on crack, so to speak. That shit, I gotta give that to Sleepy the Barber. Shout wow. out to Sleepy, Sleepy, yeah, because through Tommy Life, I met a DJ by the name of DJ Furious, and me and DJ Furious started connecting really well. He became my DJ, was DJing all of my, my shows at the time. Um, and we were, you know, we were moving around and, 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 and he has a brother by the name of Sleepy, Sleepy the Barber. So Sleepy came in the picture. He heard, it's almost kind of the same scenario. He just heard the music and he was like, yo, I believe in you. He's like, I'm going to manage you. I'm going to become your manager. And I'm like, all right. Right, right, right. You know, I was like, all right, let's go. When I tell you, man, we had a run and like, cause, cause the run we're going to go on now is going to be crazier, but we had a run. In like 2011, 2012, that like 10, 10, 2010, 2011, 2012, that was incredible, bro. We had we had a record called Everything New York at the time, and Camilla was playing it on Hot 97, like it was getting played on on Power 105. Shade 45 was playing it. We had an ill video to it, and that's all through Sleepy. Sleepy co- connected all those dots. Like I've never been. I'm trying to change that now, and I have. I've never been the 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 too approachable type of person because I've always been like standoffish. Like if I don't know you for 20 years, I don't want to talk to you type of person, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Sleepy was always the more social one. So he would go out and go to the clubs and talk to the DJs and shake hands and kiss babies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and like and kiss babies, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Politics, he politics. Those, he would make those moves and I used to be like, yo, I love when you call me. No homo. I would love it. I love when you call me at three o'clock in the morning. Because no, I, I know if you're calling me at three o'clock in the morning, it's because you made something major just happen. Right, right, you know right, right. He's so working. He call He's me, working. and he would be like at Perfections in the in the strip club, and like Camilo would be DJing. And he'd be like, "Listen," and then like it'll be my song playing, and Camilo's playing my record. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, "Yeah," you know. But I was never the one that want to go out to the club and you know be in the mix like that because I was always like, "Nah, that's not. I'm not." You know, behind the you didn't strike. To be honest, I'll be honest with you. You don't you don't strike me as that type of person either. No, no, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the vibe I get from you. No, I'm you're you're not that because you're you're one of those people that you seem like you're very cut and dry. You're very, you know what I mean. Like I'm not gonna play these politics, this politics yeah. game, right? You're very much like if I rock with you, I rock with you. If I don't rock with you, you know, fuck you, right? Kinda, that's kind of like yeah. in a way I'm saying, not necessarily it, like that. No, but no, you know. no, and it's 100. I mean, it has hindered me in ways. You know what I'm saying? It because, could sometimes, yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. I get it. And I had to learn to like, yo, you gotta chill, you gotta relax, bro. Like. You gotta be open. <laughs> you gotta play the game sometimes. You got to. You got to. You have to. It's just the name of the game, bro. You gotta be approachable. You know, Fat Joe says something that's prolific and it fits in exactly what we're talking about. He said he he missed a ten million dollar check for being standoffish and having people around him that were not. I heard. Yeah, guy. I seen that interview. Yeah. Yeah. So he said that yeah. some guy was looking for him to hand him a ten million dollar check. 
and he couldn't get to him because every time he tried to get to him, somebody would block him. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so you can't be that. Well, way. he was you running around with the squad. The <laughs> you got to, bro. He had goons around him. Super goons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Super yeah. goons. You know what I'm saying? So, so now I'm trying to keep keep my options open, be more approachable, give people a chance, you know, and, and give 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 opportunity to you know relationships to grow within within the industry and you know just expand my horizons more you know but still keeping the authentic part of me of like you know if i if, if i give you a chance and you just run me the wrong way then you will bozo to me and it's fine you know so it's yeah, fine yeah, yeah. you know but yeah 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 you know what though you're gonna run into a lot of bozos yeah. it's just what it is like even me like i i could tell you man listen there's so many interviews that were supposed to happen that didn't happen because they were bozos and because people assume that because i'm always smiling and i'm always on some nice guy positive shit that now it's well, always you know like what? that listen a real one knows a real one and i could tell from jump you were type of person that you are i say what i mean and i mean what i say type of person yeah yeah you know what i'm saying no doubt. and that and i could tell that i could tell that i could tell and i love that that's 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 yeah, that's the good energy that I need. That's 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 what I'm talking. Of course, about. brother. Listen, that's why that's what it's all about. That's why, like, I, I I gravitated towards you, and I I told you a little bit of the story too. I was at a Puerto Rican festival years ago in the oh, barrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. I didn't know it back then, but I remember when you played back the performance. I was like, shit, I was there. Yeah, you were there. Talk to me about that experience when you did that because you were telling me about all the stuff you Man, were doing. Man, shout to Sleepy, bro. Yo, Sleepy's yo, Sleepy's Sleepy's a, a one of a kind guy. Like I call him the battery. Like if if like in in, in, in our ecosystem, Sleepy's the battery, and then my man Insane Killer Kane, he's like the heart. Yo, Sleepy. So like we did two and we had we we've done two of those, right? So the so that one that you're talking about, that was the last one we actually did. So the way it happened was we were actually uh, scheduled to to perform at the smaller stage, the ninety three point something stage. Right, which, right, right. Which is the smaller stage is down is down the block, right? Right. So we we ended up going over there first, but they were taking forever. And this actually taught me a lesson about fake industry and real industry, like in the music business. It was taking forever. There was a lot of politics involved with that stage. Like it was just like they, people were trying to like front and make themselves look like they were in a bigger position than they were and it was just it was just an annoying yeah it was annoying so i'm like yo bro now nah, let's get out of here bro this is this is annoying we got booked to perform here and they want to make us jump through hoops like i'm not with none of this shit so sleepy was like nah we came to perform we gonna perform let's go and he was like let's go to the mega stage i'm like why you want to go to the mega, <laughs> the mega like, come stage come on let's go he's like you hear why the artist nigga that's you hear why bro yeah, you're yeah, performing yeah. So we walked out to the mega stage and the guy with the clipboard is there and Sleepy's like, yo, 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 you got to get my artist in. I don't know what's going on with you guys, but you guys are so unorganized. My artist got to be in here. The guy, just off the energy that Sleepy was giving him, didn't ask no questions, Ooh. opened the gate, go inside. He's like, what time is he performing, man? I, I don't I don't care about your list. What time is he performing? He's like, uh, I can fit him in after this act. And then boom, Debo the whole shit. Debo, <laughs> Debo, that whole situation, and we were supposed to only perform one song, and we ended up Deboing and performing two records. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you gotta be assertive, man. Like yeah. that's the thing. There's a fine line between 
overstepping and it's it's an art and yeah. people need to either have it or you don't there's a fine line between being overly aggressive and disrespectful or being assertive, assertive. to get what you want yep. and that's what y'all did because yeah. otherwise you would have been on the little stage and you probably would have done half of the first song for you know yeah because they were playing <laughs> they were playing a lot of games people were like you know they, the people were posturing and trying to like make themselves it was just it was like Bro, we did the main stage and we didn't get none of these hassles. They just let us right in, you know? Because sometimes, like you said, when you're assertive and you know what you want and then you know you, you you make yourself known and you have respect for yourself, the way he was just like, nah, you here to perform and you're going to perform and that's what that's what it is. That's it, you know? So that's what we did, man. And shout out to Sleepy, man. He's, he's crazy, bro. But yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Nah, I love that story. That's a great story. Um... You talk so talk to me about because I know this for a fact. I want the audience to know about it too. You did shave four or five. Yeah. Um, you always what I like about your social media on Instagram, you always like to you repurpose content. Yeah. And I like I that. I love that because that that's a reminder. People don't know if people don't know you, they're gonna learn who I, you are. Talk to me about the shave forty five every day so that you could you could make those new ones and they go, We did this and we've done that, but you know, right. Right. That's what that's how I find found you. That's yeah. how I found you looking at an old performance that you did and and an old song. You, I was like, yo, that's hot. It's, that joint is hot. You're like, this old. You're yeah. like, I did this shit whatever amount of years ago. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that shit is hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But talk to me about the shit um Shade Four or Five, obviously meeting Sway and everything about that experience. Oh yeah, I yeah, man. Shout out to Sway, man. Shit, that's another real one, man. He loves he's he's really about the culture. Sway yep. Sway is about the culture. Like he gives artists a chance. So how that that kind of came about. Um so again, DJ Furious. DJ Furious is it has always been like the guest DJ at Sway at Sway in the morning. So mm -hmm. like whenever Boy Wonder can't 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 come in, he's always been like yep. the backup, like you know, to come in. So one day uh Furious was there and Every time he was there, he always played one of my records, no matter what. Like, he was always like, if I'm here, if I'm at this platform, I'm playing your music, no matter what. So that day, at that time, we were pushing Untouchable, the original version, because we're actually revamping that version. So y'all know Untouchable's coming in a new video, new everything. That's what's up. So, uh, yeah, he was. So he played Untouchable. And when he played Untouchable, Sway lost it. Like, lost it. Like, this, like he made him bring it back like 10 times, was yelling on the mic, this is hip hop. This is what hip hop is like going crazy. Like I got had people like hitting me up. Like I didn't know this was happening. And then random, yo, Sway's going crazy. Sway's going, people I don't know from a hole in the wall, people that were just listening to Sway. And then they threw my, my at name in the, in the mix and people just started following me. And Sway was like, I need him to come up here. I need him up here. And then a couple of weeks later we went up. And this wasn't the first time I was at Shade 4 or 5, but the obvious is that that's their flagship show. You know, it's the Sway in the Morning. It's their yeah, of course. Thing, that's big know? time. Yeah. Yeah. And we came, we went up there and we we, we did what we did and we, we shut it down. And 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 it was like, it was like a dream come true to me, you know, because you grow up watching certain people. And Sway is one of those people that I grew up watching from the MTV News to, you know, having Sway in the Morning and having him... Uh, uh, when he had the, the other show in, in on the West Coast with his partner. Like, he interviewed Biggie, Pac, and Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a person like that, you, you 
you know, you got to be like, damn, bro. Like, you did yeah, a lot yes. of culture. You know what I'm saying? So that was just, it was a dream come true. Trying to go back up there because we, 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 you know, we relocked. I know. I've seen you. So, I've seen you. <laughs> you know, we're trying, to, we're trying to get back up there. And we're trying to trying to do do these things and, and, and really show off. Because, see, back then, what, what was, we were, we were, even though we had the assertiveness and we had we had the, the the wants and we had the will, we weren't necessarily prepared business wise, you know. So like a situation like that, a sway interview, if you have something that's gonna come behind it that you can capitalize off the buzz that you will get from it, it could be a life changer. And at yeah. that time, we didn't have that. Even though we were pushing Untouchable, we didn't have the pieces together to 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 do the follow through the right way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why now we're revamping everything and we're positioning things now in such a way where every opportunity, we're going to make sure that we can capitalize off of it. You know, yeah, and no, doubt. no, even though this is Sway in the morning. So shout to Sway, man. That was incredible. That was an incredible, yeah. you know? I want to, and you killed it. I mean, I saw the video you, footage. I mean, you killed it. Killed it. You did your yeah. thing. You always. I, I did the video. Yeah. Like, look at Sway's face, though. <laughs> like, his face. No, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I saw his face. He was. He was into it. Yeah. He was into it. And I'm sure he's a busy dude, so it's not an easy place to get, you know, it's to not. get into. But he is humble. Yeah. No. And he'll give you a shot. Yes, he will. Yes, he. You will. know, which I like that. I appreciated that. Yeah, bro. Um, going into you, right? Because you had taken some time off, obviously, and um, I, again, no pressure. I. Yeah. You can share what you want to share. You've Absolutely. been very yeah, yeah, yeah. transparent. Yeah. Um, because I want to get into you and what you've had to battle with in recent time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had some health issues mm-hmm. in recent time, right? Yes. And yes. you're very upfront about your battle with cancer. Yes. Yes. Talk to the audience about how you feel right now and what it is that you're what what that has been like for you as it's been a very difficult time. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. I mean, difficult is an understatement sometimes, you know, because not only was I going through 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 these, this health crisis, you know, at the same time, I lost the love of my life, too. Like, so going through a breakup at the same time as I'm going through these health issues, it was just like a double bang, bang, you know. Um, We went, you know, it, it's one of those things that I, I, I want to advocate for us men to stop being neglecting to our bodies stop neglecting our bodies stop stop thinking that if we go to the doctor or we're getting regular checkups or if we put a lot of a, a lot of energy into our health that it makes us look soft or or we're not men you know what i'm saying because that's what i did you know uh, i i noticed something was wrong and i didn't act on it on time you know, and I ignored it for, man, I first felt, I felt, I first felt the tumor in like 2018, you know, but I just ignored it, you know, and I was like, ah, it's probably something else. It's probably this. I was like really justifying it in my head. I got no, no, it's not, you know, and then until it got to the point that it was not to say it was too late, but it got. It got it got it got to a point where now I really have to fight fight, you know, in order to you know where 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 it could have just been a simple procedure, and it could have eradicated it from jump and that's it, 
now I have to go through chemotherapy. I have to do surgery. I got to do this. I got to do that. So I went through the chemo. Well, I did surgery first and they removed the lump, but then it had already spread. So it spread to my lymph nodes. It spread, it spread to my lung. It spread to my abdomen. So in order for us to battle that, I had to go through chemotherapy. I did, I did four cycles. So one cycle consists of five days. So you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You do chemo those five days, and then you rest for two weeks. And then you do it again. After the two weeks, you do another five days. It's not, it's not an enjoyable experience, man. It's not enjoyable. It sucks. You're in pain. You want to you wanna throw up. You wanna, you don't feel like yourself. Like I'm, I haven't done chemo. I finished chemo maybe two and a half months ago. And today, until today, I still do not feel like myself. I still have neuro uh, neuropathy. I still have lung capacity issues. I still have kidney issues. All that stemmed from not the cancer, but the chemotherapy. Because wow. the cancer, I had the cancer, but all my other organs were fine. They were, I was good. But the chemo really took, did a number on my body. So now where we're at with it, I mean, the chemo did, did there was significant shrinkage that, that happened, you know, which is a great thing, obviously. Uh, but it didn't eradicate it completely. So they want to go in and do another four sessions of chemotherapy. And to that, I say, go take a walk, long walk off of Sharp Pier. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh, so right now we're just exploring what other options are out there. Um, getting a second opinion um, to see what that second opinion says, um, and see if if you know we can we can find an alternative method that's not as taxing on the body, and see if we can beat this thing without having to put myself through that through that again. You know, and that's that's basically where we at right now. With it. You know, but we're gonna beat it. Oh, we're gonna win as a we one thing about it is there's not a, a thought there's not a there's not a there's not a bone in my body that doesn't completely feel like it ain't over like nah we beating this thing like, it's happening like we just gotta have to you know we're just gonna have to fight a little harder but you know that's what fighters do you know when we when we against the corner when you get the ropes we just gotta move a little bit get out to get out those ropes but eventually we're gonna make it to the other side, and that's how I feel right now. You said a lot there about you, and I'm I'm glad to see that you have that positivity. You have that um, you know, that fighting spirit because you you're gonna need that, yeah. and you're gonna need that to get through it. And I remember when I heard about that story, I was really, I was upset about it to hear that to be the case because I know you got so many plans, but at the same time, I know that you're a person who. I could just tell that you're the type of person who's going to go out there and give it whatever you have. See, this is the thing. I'm not a doctor, right? So I, I was thinking when you were saying, because I remember you made an announcement. You said, look, I don't feel like doing another round, four rounds of chemotherapy. Yeah. And and I can imagine the pushback that some people will probably give you, right? I mean, everybody and, in my family, bro. Everybody right. in my family is like, what are you doing? No, nah, no. Nah. It's hard to... That's what I was going to say. It's so hard You until you're in those shoes. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to make the decision either. I can't say what I would or wouldn't do, unless you're in those shoes. You can't, like the damage, the 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 fatigue, the all the things that you feel from doing chemo. Who am I to tell you, or who's anybody to tell you what you should or should not do? 
yeah. to get yourself right. So I commend you for having that. I know that you're you're looking in the in the eye of fear right now. Not that you're yeah, fearful. What day. I'm saying is every day you're faced with that, right? But you're gonna I, I wanna tell you we're gonna manifest it. You're gonna get through it. Yeah, bro. Hell and yeah. I'm manifesting it with you as well. You're gonna get through it. You're gonna you're gonna beat it. Do all your homework, which I know you're doing. Look at all the explore all the avenues. Because there's more than one way to skin a cat. I, I love I love that. I always say that saying. There's more than one way to skin a cat, man. There's no, it's, you know, one, you know, two plus two equals four, but also three plus one equals four. You know? So That's right. Like, That's right. Or one plus four. I mean, one yeah. plus three equals four. Yeah. What a, yeah. Zero plus four equals four. Like, right? So. so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got to, you got to, you got to stay positive. You got to stay, you got to keep that positive mindset. So we got that out of the way. I want to talk about what you have coming up as well, your projects, because I know you're working, you're out there, and I see you working. I always love that you give everybody a, a look at what you're doing. We're yeah. going to get into that in another minute or so. Yeah, yeah. I want to get, you like, people always say, oh, top five this, top five that. Who's my top five? Who's a blah, 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 top five, right? I want to ask for your top five. I want to know, who, who, what is your top five underrated? So underrated. the greatest underrated ooh. MCs, no top five. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a ooh, that's a good one. Top five underrated. All time, all time. A Z, definitely. It's gotta oh, be in that. I love A Z. Yeah, A Z yeah. gotta be in that because people know he's nice, but A Z is just they be he doesn't get the AZ, props bro. he deserves, yo. He doesn't get the he doesn't get the props he deserves. A Z, um. Honestly, I mean, as an MC, I don't think Ja Rule gets gets his props. As I agree. MC, yeah, yeah. As an MC, Ja Rule, because yeah, he he had big big records and he 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 was very successful. But as an MC, he doesn't get the props that he deserves. So I'll put Ja Rule in that mix. Um. Wow. Um. That's two. Yeah, that's two. <laughs> But I don't want to be too New York centric. That's what I'm trying to think about, like other other regions. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, listen, it's your list. You could be yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah. want, whatever yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you uh, want to, you know, there's a few on the West Coast, I'm sure too. Yeah, nah, that's one. Rask, Rask has. Yes, Rask yes, good one. We'll be, we'll be on that list. That's three. Uh, fuck it, Outcast, man, Outcast. That's that's four and five right there. Why outcast? I think I think Andre gets his props, but big boys out- underrated. I think. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. What? I agree. Man. Yeah. No. Yep. Yep. And, and and then outcast also they get a lot of props because they 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 broke down the barriers. But as MCs, MCs, yeah, yeah. MCs, the MCs. Yeah, and, and and big boy too. Big boy, especially yeah. big boy is what well. everybody knows. Drake is spit. Yeah, but, but big boy be dropping. It's like when you're when you when you when you when you're standing next to a giant, no matter yeah, how it's hard. You are, that giant is always gonna be a giant. And Andre 3000 is, is a giant when it comes to that. But I think as them them as a collective, they don't get mentioned as the MCs that they are. And I think, yeah, I think that, that that's that the underrated, I think that list right there. Definitely. Yeah, man, I agree with you. I, I hate that because as a group, they are amazing. They they Incredible. They hold up, yeah. Incredible, yeah. bro. Incredible. Sonically, they made they made amazing records. They everything. It was just it was just everything about them. And Andre took a lot of fashion risks. You know what I mean? But that was dope. 
you know, just everything. I, I love, I love Outkast, man. Outkast is so dope. See, when it came to hip hop, I never liked, and I hated when people would clown people for being different. Mm. I hated that. Like when people would make fun of, like, <laughs> I mean, it's a little. I even I laugh. Like Andre did make some funny clothing no, choices, know, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a Chris. But you need that though, like, and the same thing with like. Remember, Common used to rock like a crochet hat and shit. Like, you they need that's the that Eric, though. That's the Erica Badu curse. <laughs> hey, listen, if you were with Erica Badu, you may want to take it. Listen, I'm just I'm, saying. I I know what the what the, what the power of that P do. So yeah, I, I, of I course. I know. Trust me. I, I so I. I have. I'm gonna share you. I'm gonna share with you mine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mentioned. I just mentioned. I I just mentioned one. Let's go. Common. I think common common is criminally underrated. Okay. Common, in my opinion. He is. He is. He's dope. He's 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 freaking amazing. Um, Az is on my list too, because I think Az to me, you can make the argument top five lyricist as a lyricist, not artist, but lyricist. That life's a bitch verse. He outdoed Nas, and Nas is the goat to me. He outdid, he outdoed him. He outdid him on that shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got a minute. He did. Yo, I actually, I actually got to tell that, say that to Az on the phone. We spoke. I had, I had a conversation with Az on the phone. Shout to my man Animal. Animal used to come to the barbershop a lot, and he used to be like, always like, yo, you're so nice. He was like, yo, one day I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you with Az because that's like Az's brother. And he one day he just like pulled out the phone and he was like, "Yo, you want to talk to AZ?" I was like, "What? Of course I want to talk to AZ, bro." Yeah, and I yeah. got on the phone with AZ and I was like, "Yo, listen, Nas is my favorite rapper, but you're the only person ever to to outdo him on a record." I, like I'm glad yeah. I, I got to like give him those flowers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now AZ is on that list. Um, I'm gonna name one that might surprise you. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right. The OC. 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 From the West Coast? No. OC. So, okay. We're talking OC with, um, all right. OC, the one that was with uh, Big L and oh! them. From Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. OC. Damn, you a hip-hop head for real, for real. Okay. OC from Brooklyn. From yeah, Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he didn't have... Yeah, I don't know what happened with him. He, he disappeared. But OC from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn, I think he's from East New York, I think. He's underrated, underrated. Like, people, like, listen to those joints. Remember that joint, that Big Pun sample? Fuck who I offend. And let yeah, the yeah. rappers begin. That's it. That's his joint. I'm going to go back. Man. Time is up. Yeah, go, back, go back. Look up the joint. Time is up. All those joints. Those yeah, joints was hard. Let me give an honorable mention since you mentioned Brooklyn. Sauce Money. Yes. Oh, Sauce Money's nice. Yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah. 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 Sauce Money. I don't have him on my list, but yeah, he's in there. Um, I was gonna say Guru from Gangstar. Guru ah, uh, Guru. Guru is interesting. Guru is is a he was interesting, bro. His voice, like his voice, the way that and then I saw a a, a, a documentary where like he, he kind of like broke down his process of how he writes, and it was so ill. It was so yeah. ill, like the way that, cause he's like, I come up with the title first and then everything falls under the, it's like, I was like, Ooh, okay. That's fire. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Rest in peace to Guru. I love, I love Guru. I think Guru was one of the greatest MCs ever and, and the king of monotone and never really got his 
Flowers either. He passed away, and everybody, nobody even talked about like. And he passed I'm like, away in a time because now I think hip hop is moving into a time where it's it's embracing its legends more. You know, so yeah. when he okay. passed, he was it was during a time where legends weren't being embraced like that. They were just like move to the side. You know, yeah. like, you had your time. You know, and that sucked. I always hated that about hip hop. I always hated the fact that you know, like the people who are legendary in our in our in, in our culture. They never had like that that love, you know. But now with like shows like Drink Champs and 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 many other you know platforms that are popping up that are embracing the legendary figures in our culture, it's beautiful. But yeah, definitely Guru deserves those flowers. They should, yeah, yeah. And and the other one I was gonna say was one you said as well, which is Raskaz. I think Raskaz is very. Yeah, ugly. what Raskaz is crazy, yo. He's nice, he's nice. Crazy, yo. Multi-syllabalistic. Like technical rap, rapidity rap, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's hard. Like I'm a person that even though I got records that are considered technical rapidity rap, I'm not a big fan of it. Like that rapidity rap stuff. Like I feel a lot of times they just want to overcomplicate and like it's like it's like the, the dudes that that play and one and they just it's not entertain. Like, it's not entertaining. No, because yeah, I always, to the ear it's not. Yeah, right. it's not sonically pleasing. Right, but right. Dudes like Razzcast. And, and like he did it in a, such a way where it still was sonically dope. You know what I'm saying? It was still yes. sonically pleasing. You know? So yeah, definitely Raskaz needs that. So nah, no doubt. And, and I think another one who who I could hear the influence in you for sure, Pun. Big Pun. Listen, I could hear I could hear the influences because I was like one of the biggest fans. I was like a fanboy. A big pun, in my, like, circle, in my circle, in, in my circle, we call him Santo Pun. You Santo Pun, yeah, Santo yeah, Pun. We call him Santo Pun because it's like I can't even the respect and admiration that I have for 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 Christopher Lee Rios. I have the the I can't even put him on a list. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can't, I wouldn't even disrespect him to put him on a list. Like he's just so above. Everybody, yeah. not just because he was a phenomenal MC, but just what he represented for our people. And he what legitimized he did, us. You know what I'm saying? He legitimized us. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, man. And, and and listen, and listen, and this is something that I want. I want it to be clear, bro. And it's not like I'm deriding anybody or 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 trying to. But a lot of that, you gotta give it to Fat Joe, bro. No, of because course, yeah, Fat I understand. Joe. Yeah, yeah was the mastermind behind Big Pun. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And he brought us the greatest Latino to ever be in hip hop. Yo, and yeah. forever you gotta just be like, damn, you did that, you know? So yeah, definitely Pun, needless to say, was 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 an incredible influence in my life. So this you know. Yeah, nah, I agree. And the thing is that another speaking of not getting flowers, you know, Fat Joe doesn't get flowers either because look at what Fat Joe there's has a lot done. Of, there's a lot of I, I I personally feel that there's a lot of a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of false uh, just a lot of a lot of dirt thrown on his name because of how successful he is. You know, right. and sometimes right. when you when you're that successful, you know. You're gonna rub some people, and, and I always say, man, any person that has money has stepped on a few toes along the way. Yes, yes. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. And I feel like, you know, 
he gets he, he gets a it, there's false, false narratives placed on him. I I feel personally. Mm -hmm. I don't know the yeah. man. I never met him. Never. I never been in the same room with him. Never. Just as a fan, from the outside looking in, and being the observant person and the person that likes to piece things together, I just feel there's a lot of false narratives that revolve around 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 Fat Joe. So here's the thing, right? The funny thing is. I had the, I had the pleasure of interviewing Cuban Link Shout a long Cuban. time ago. I actually know, I, not know, but I've 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 met Cuban many times, many times. It's, One of the most talented yeah. Yeah. MCs out there. Like that that yeah. song "Let It Upon," one of my favorite records yeah. to this day. Yeah. That beat, the way he wrote it, everything. And I I wanted to say this to him, and I I kind of did offline, but I didn't. I wanted to be respectful to his legacy, and I always try to Absolutely. big up my guests. So Absolutely. one of the things I felt like with him was that I felt like he lost he lost that spark for the music. Like he did. I don't think he loves it as much as as maybe he once did, and so I feel like that prevented him from getting to to that and the issues he had before. But it's mm. almost impossible to be. Blackballed in this day and age, and, and yeah, that, that doesn't and, exist anymore. Just with oh, the, you can how independence works and how you can just release direct to consumer and all that shit. Yeah, and so like I always got upset when I thought about like what the Terror Squad was, and I kind of like yeah. was always thinking about damn, there was so much talent there, like a lot. You know, of talent. they could yeah. all spit. Now Pun was the nucleus. Don't get me wrong, they lost something when Pun was gone. That kind of because it was the glue that held it together. <laughs> it was the glue. And Cuban, man, Cuban, Cuban is, because as a, as an MC, as an artist, I understand sometimes we fall out of love with this shit. Yeah. There was a time that I had fallen out of love with it, you know, and it was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, you know, but somehow, some way I found, I, re, I found that spark again, you know, maybe that's what he needs. He needs something to come into his life. To, to, I don't know. I don't know the situation. I'm, I'm not connected. I to hope that so. I hope he does. Yeah. You know, but maybe, you know, that once he finds that spark, that's going to, you know, reinvigor like his belief. Because sometimes it's about belief, man. So when you believe that you that you're blackballed and that like in that sense. Right. Because I know that that's what he believes, you know. And when you believe that you're blackballed and, and, and maybe all signs point to you being blackballed, it creates a situation where you don't believe that. no, You believe in yourself that no matter how how good you you, you can be. Nothing is ever going to break that wall. Exactly. The power of the mind, yo. You know, so mm -hmm. at that point, it's probably, and again, I don't know the man, but just just looking at it, he probably is just like, you know, no matter what I do, it's never, never, never going to hit for me. So, you know, so maybe that translates into the music and, and the things that, 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 that he does moving forward, you know? No doubt, man. And I hope that, that, that you know, um, he finds that, you know, because I, I, as a person and uh, obviously as a fan of his music as well. Um, so before we wrap it up, tell everybody, tell the audience what you have coming up. I know you're working on some stuff. This yeah, is time. Go ahead. Plug your stuff. Sheesh, we got a bunch of stuff. So. So. All right. So first and foremost, right now, right now, the main priority is not even a project of mine. Right now, the main priority is my man Insane Killer Kane's project. Uh, it's called Rose from the Concrete. Uh, Insane Killer King is from Jackson Heights, Queens. He's one of my my big homies, as they say, you know. 
um, one of the most talented producers in the city, period. Like, if you want that hard New York feel, go to Insane Killer King. He'll give you that feeling that, yeah, like, remember them them, them beats that used to be like, ooh, back Yeah, back. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That King brings that feeling. So he has, we have a record right now that we're about to release and a, and a visual that we're going to release off that project. It's called NYC. Now, it's the lineup is crazy. So this song is produced by Insane Killer Kane, and it's featuring Capone of Capone and Noriega, mm. Tragedy Gaddafi, Ooh. Royal Flush, mm-hmm. and Nature. Ah. Bro, right. that, that song is the, yo, the, it's epitome of New York City, bro. So... We're we're we're, uh, we're we're actually right we're right now in the process of getting the, the video filmed, and 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 then I think we, we put it for release. It's probably gonna come out. I think August, August fifth. I think the release date is for that. But I want y'all to stay tuned to that. I'm also working on a project for myself. So during this whole cancer thing, kind of want to touch on this because this is dope too. Go ahead. Uh. So during this whole cancer thing, you know, you go through a lot of depression. You know, you feel like you feel very down. There's days that you don't even want to get out of bed, you know? So I want to shout out to my my, my cousin, because he's actually my blood cousin, DJ Swayze. Uh, he, he, he came back from Afghanistan. He's a soldier. So he was in Afghanistan. He was in Korea. And in those, in those moments, he picked up producing. But he didn't say anything to me. He knew that... <laughs> He knew his older cousin was in the music business, but he was like the soldier that he is, he was sharpening his blade and he was like just getting good and getting good and getting good until he got to a point where he was like, yo, I've been making beats for like three years. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, wow. Like, Why didn't you tell me now? He's like, nah, you know, I, 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 I had to feel like I, I was ready and now I feel like I'm ready. So during this whole process, of of you know going through cancer and chemo he would come to my crib and like with his with his mpc and he would just be like nah we're gonna make music bro and he was like my my rock you know what i mean like he was like nah 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 we're gonna sit here let's make music let's chill and in that birth the concept of a project called queens which is an ode to a tribe called quest you know which is yeah legendary group of course of course coming out of queens you know what i'm saying and just it's such a i know every artist says this because you know you have kind of have to but it's like yeah of course it's, dope, it's the dopest project I've, I've ever put together you know what i'm saying like what we're doing is kind of like we're trying to recreate the vintage feel but not sound dated right right you know? right yeah like take these these iconic samples so for example the single that we're going to be dropping, it's actually, it's dropping July 22nd on all streaming platforms called In the Ghetto. In the Ghetto on all streaming platforms on uh, July 22nd. Um, that is a, is an, an iconic sample from a Cool G Rap and Nas record called Fast Life. That... And I remember I was sitting in the house and I was like, yo, wouldn't it be dope if we could figure out a way to recreate that sample, but not sound like them, but just take that sample and just recreate it and make it into our own. 
I, I saw you like, when you were recording it. Yeah, and yo, and um, you you put it. You was on live, right? You did it yeah, live. Yeah. I mean, I, I got the studio That's here in the crib. You know, we, we you know we record here, and then we go and get it mixed and mastered at, at the bigger studios. But we try to be self sufficient. And he would not, but my cousin DJ Swayze, he was just like, "I right, give me five minutes," and he was like, chopped up the chopped up the sample, and yo, he was like, "How about this?" And I was like, "Oh shit, what the heck, yo, what? Yeah, let's do that." So yeah. and the and the record. Like the song itself, I kind of like, I wanted to bring forth just a different vibe than what you're hearing right now, you know? Because right now it's very low vibrations, dark sounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's like, depressed. Everybody's like, you know, and everybody wants to be the biggest killer. Everybody wants to be the biggest gangster in the world, you know? And, 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 and where I grew up, man, the biggest gangsters. Used to wear a smile on their face, man, because they didn't want nobody to know that they was gangster out here. They just wanted to just, you know, do what they got to do and nobody know about it. They didn't say nothing. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. You, you know? would never know. Never know. So I was like, yo, I want to, I want to, it's summer. It's, it's, and I want, and I know New York City in the summer in itself is always kind of wild. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. And, and right now, how New York is, I'm like, damn, it's about to be a wild summer. I was like, damn, what can I do to maybe just kind of bring some balance? I was like, let me release a record that has good good vibrations, good vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, kind of, if I have to compare it to anything, I just want to kind of, wanted to bring that, like, summertime, like that summer, some, that, that Will Swift record. Yeah, that yeah. That kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And, and, bring, and bring that, man. And, you know, just like, yo, play this shit at, at, the, at the barbecues. You know, play this shit when you're chilling with the family, when you want to just have a, a good vibe, you know? And the, and the lyrics in itself is just, you know, talking about just a, a typical day of how New York City in the summer would be, but a good day when you hollering at right, the shorties. Right, you know, right. You're chilling, you're chilling, you're outside, you know. Back in the day, we used to drink 40s, you know, and just mm -hmm. be like, you know, just vibing out, having a good day, you know. So that's kind of right. like the vibe that, that, that in the ghetto and it's coming out July 22nd on all streaming platforms. And looking forward to that. Looking forward to that, man. Definitely. And um, damn, man. Ian, what that tie went by fast, man. <laughs> man, I could do this all day, bro. Word, bro. Um, word, bro. First of it, all, man. I want to thank you for coming on. Absolutely, my brother. Um, Ian, why the artist? When listen, when it comes out, definitely, I gotta, I gotta I hear got it. You. I, I can't Yo, wait. Yo, I got a it. video. We're shooting a video to in the ghetto on July second in Queens. So if you're if you're available, come down because we're gonna July second. Yeah, the July second. So we're gonna we're gonna do like a whole cookout situation. It's gonna be like you know we're really gonna make we're gonna bring bring that vibe to life. You know what I'm saying? So just you know come through. I love to meet. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. to meet in real life. Yeah, yeah. I could. I'll we'll talk offline. Absolutely. We'll talk no offline. Problem. Definitely. That sounds good. Yo, my brother E N Y. Drop yes, your sir. um. Drop your socials. So that at everybody. E N Y the artist man. Everything New York. E N Y stands for everything New York. By the way, so at E N Y the artist on everything. All right, my brother, E-N-Y, the artist, man, repping Queens. Yo, my brother. Yo, yo, my brother. I'll talk yo, to you, know, man. man. Thank you. It was good. Thank it was good you, talking to you. We'll see each other soon. Absolutely. Love. Be well. Love, bro. So, um, man, that was great. That was really good. You know what I mean? That was great. Um, E-N-Y, I loved hearing this story, and I'm looking forward to seeing the new uh, project and everything he has coming out now. So, um, I want to thank him for coming on, Ian Y the artist, and of course, don't forget to 
Follow him on social media. Don't forget to follow me on social media, Instagram uh, at Santos Thread Shop, as well as TikTok on Santos Thread Shop. And of course, as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say what you chest. <laughs>